after a couple of weeks of absence, now starts Synapse episode number four. Information from one neuron flows to another neuron across a synapse. synapse. Welcome to Synapse episode number four, and we, and we have with us uh, our co-host Laura. How are you? Hello, I'm great. Happy to be here again. Uh, we will have today a collaboration from Anna from Far Far Away, and uh, a special guest, a little guest that will be reading some of the news with us. Let's start with the headlines, no? Let's see what we're going to talk about. Here we go. Sirenia, premiere video for new song. Grave Worm to release a new album, and not only that, they join AFM Records. Children of Bottom, new album recordings begin. Peter Steele, we have today with Anna a special uh, collaboration, and we remember him. Hi, the folk. They released two new, new videos for the songs Vinland and Urth. Slayer, new song available for streaming. Let's see what what is about. Stream of Passion, new video online. The University of Helsinki have introduced in their uh, programs a course of heavy metal. Apocalyptica, new album available for streaming. So those were the headlines, and the first one is the video of Sirenia that, um, as we start to watch, it takes a place like in a hall or like a church, I don't know, these kind of buildings uh, with very big windows. Yes, and I think they look very nice. The decorations, the the place in itself, it's very, very beautiful. But at the same time, it doesn't bring anything new. We see this uh, in many videos, uh, the band playing in a... Um, in a room either it's very nice either it's um, um an old ruined building or anyway it's just a setting yeah well at least it's not a lyric video because <laughs> yes. the latest fashion is only releasing lyric videos i understand that is uh, better for the budget but i don't know how interesting it's also for the fans to be watching every single time a band releasing lyric video lyric video lyric video um, it's probably more interesting for the diehard fans that need to know the lyrics for that song. I I really don't care about this, but... Mm. Well, the, the truth is that the video was, at least for me, a little boring. The I video. agree with that. Uh, the song was good. Not uh, something spectacular. No, I think it takes a few uh, repeats to get to... Let's say, get used to it and probably find out if you really like it or not. Um, uh -huh. From the first spin, I, I was not impressed either. Well, uh, we have to remember that this is just a single. Of course. So we course. have to wait for the full album to see how it is. And yes. hopefully uh, uh, we will be able to hear a much more, uh, how to say... Uh, What's different on evolution, this album? Yeah. Uh, upgraded uh, Sirenia. From uh, what we have seen in the past album, 
Yes, I was really impressed with uh, the single for the last album. I think it was really good. They made something different. And um, considering that one, I was expecting a bit more from this one. And probably that's why uh, I feel a bit disappointed. Yes. But I'm still looking forward to the to the full album. See what uh, what else they are going to bring. Okay. So that was Sirenia. And now that we talk about Sirenia, let's listen to the song. Sirenia wants my light. Sign up. Wants my light. If you were listening to the live version of this show, then you heard now Sirenia with Wants my light. And let's continue with the news. We talk now about Graveworm. Uh, Graveworm are back. They became very, uh, very known long time ago. Uh, this uh, band from Italy, very, very famous. Uh, how can we call it? Uh, some people call it symphonic, gothic, mm, metal, black metal things. I don't know. It's a very funny or different style. Not funny, but different style. Uh, well, the news is they are going to release a new album. After, since 2011, I think they didn't release anything. And now they are back. And not only that, they have signed with AFM Records as well. Uh, lately, we saw a lot in the news, uh, this record company signing with uh, famous bands like um, uh, Liv's Eyes. Yes, Liv's Eyes, Liv Christine and other bands are signing with AFM Records. So for the next show, we're going to make uh, a little work and find out everything about AFM Records. Who are they? How, how are they signing a lot of bands, you know, suddenly? Uh, for a record label that suddenly seems to be just appearing. No? Sure, okay, so the name of the new album of Grey Worm is uh, Ascending Hate. It's expected to be out on June 19th, so it's not so, so long for uh, to wait for the release of the album. Uh, let's see what uh, uh, how is it going to be, if they will follow what they have been doing until now. And, well, next news, Laura? The next news are that uh, Children of Bottom are back in the studio. They are recording the drum part. And um, everybody is, uh, is, uh, is looking forward to this album and wondering uh, what it's going to sound like. Will they uh, continue with the way in, um, they have been recording in the past? Uh, in the past albums. I don't know. I think uh, Hate Breather... Follow the Reaper were definitely something to 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 remember from Children of Bottom from my personal point of view. And well, tell us what is your opinion about um, and what do you expect about Graveworm and what do you expect about Children of Bottom? And while maybe we give you time to go to darkmindradio.com slash contact or you write a message to us on Facebook or you send us a maximum three minute uh, voicemail. We are going to go to listen to another song, Children of Bottom, with the classic Follow the Reaper. Sign up. Sign up. And we're back, and now it's time to remember Peter Steele. And for that, we have a collaboration sent by Anna from Far, Far Away. Let's listen to it. It's going to be very interesting. Remembering Peter Steele from Typo Negative. Sign up. Sign up. We usually concentrate on the news from the metal world in Synapse. However, this time we'll come back to the past events because on Tuesday, April the 14th, 
it was the fifth anniversary of Peter Steele's death. I'm sure that most of our listeners know very well who Peter Steele was, but just in case you don't know him, let me talk about him for a moment. Uh, Peter was born in 1962 in the family of immigrants from Europe and grew up in Brooklyn, uh, in New York. He got interested in music very quickly. He started his guitar and bass lessons uh, when he was 12, and his major musical influence influences were uh, bands like Black Sabbath and The Beatles. In the 80s, he formed two bands playing heavy music. First, it was Fallout and then Carnivore. It was the time when the New York uh, hardcore scene was flourishing. Uh, in the early 90s, he formed Type of Negative with his friends Josh Silver, Kenny Hickey and Sal Abroscato and recorded two albums with the band which seemed uh, to resemble his previous previous bands. However, the biggest artistic and commercial success came in 1993 when they released the album called Bloody Kisses, which was a breakthrough both in their career and in the birth of gothic metal scene because they merged really heavy sound with lyrical melodies. The band started touring and released their next album, October Last, which also turned out to be a huge success. Uh, but this active lifestyle put a strain on Peter's life. He was already having depressive episodes earlier, and he was openly acknowledging he was using Pro- Prozac, the antidepressant, uh, which made a huge impression on me because he was saying that openly. And, uh, you know, I was uh, a very depressed uh, teenager, and uh, the fact that he was saying it openly really made me think that, think that even though you have depression, you can still achieve great things, you can be creative, and it was uh, incredibly uplifting for me. And in the late 90s, things got worse because of his parents' death, uh, which was reflected in Peter's uh, lyrics, concentrating around the theme of death. Uh, This was probably what led him to drug abuse, and despite the successful rehab, uh, it was an aortic aneurysm that eventually killed him in 2010. Uh, His death was widely mourned in the metal world. Such bands as Moonspell, Lacuna Coil, uh, Biohazard, Crowbar, Voyager, Swallow the Sun and Danzig uh, either wrote the songs about him or dedicated their albums to him. My personal emotion uh, was a huge shock and disbelief. In fact, I still can't believe he's not with us anymore. And subconsciously, I hope that uh, in, if, I hope <laughs> I hope for another album of Typo Negative. Uh, it was one of the most important bands in my life, and it influenced me a lot. In fact, Bloody Kisses was the first CD with heavy music that I ever I have ever bought. And it was not an easy thing thing to do, uh, because I had to go to a bigger city to buy it. I was living in the province, so I took my friend, went there by train, bought the album, came back, came back, came back. Uh, it was already early evening. I put the record on the CD player. It started to play, and outside, a huge storm broke out. Hmm. Uh, my another memory connected with Pickle Steel, uh, it was uh, about his poster that I got when I was a teenager. 
It was a bit spooky, uh, with Peter emerging from the darkness holding Kalas, the flowers of the dead, uh, wearing a white shirt and having eyes turned out upwards uh, so that only white eyeballs uh, could be seen. Uh, my mother saw that poster on my wall and said, he's your cemetery lover. And I must admit, it could be uh, a bit scary, but I didn't care. When I was leaving for studies, I took the poster with me and posted it on the wall of my room in the flat uh, which I was renting with my flatmates. Then in another flat I was renting and it's still on my wall in the place where I live now. I'm sure that I will take it to yet another place if I move elsewhere. And this is why I make jokes that Peter still is the only man in my life who has never abandoned me and is always here with me. So I just want to finish with saying that I strongly believe that Peter is still with us somehow through his music, lyrics and good emotions that he created in his fans, in the hearts of his fans. And as, as long as we remember him, he won't die. Sign up. Sign up. Thank you very much, Anna, for your collaboration. And if you would like to also collaborate with us, send us a voicemail, send us some uh, file recorded with your collaboration of one of the news that happened during the week, and we will consider it and maybe play it on the radio as well. Now let's continue with Hi the Folk. This uh, Dutch folk metal band has released two videos in the past um, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks because we have been out a bit, so we present both videos now. Yes, we uh, saw them, we enjoyed the, the music and the videos. Although the first one was a lyric video, as we talked before, we are not big fans of this style, but... Um, uh, not we. I like it. The lyric videos? Cause we no, just... li no, not lyric videos. I, I, then I understood wrong what you said. <laughs> It's okay. Um, the first lyric video was for the song um, Vinland. And um, although we see the, the lyrics, they are presented as if written in a, a scrapbook. And we get to see pictures of the band. We get to see very nice drawings. Um, it was uh, was interesting. And what else is important about this um, uh, this video and this song is that it's one of the first, it, if not even the first, um, that the band uh, plays in English. Yeah, um, most of the songs were... In yes, if you don't speak Dutch, Dutch, if you're interested in the the lyrics, probably this is interesting for you. This is something that you would want to to check. Um, and the second one, um, it's a normal video, just like we were speaking a bit before about uh, the video of Sirenia. Um, we also have um, the band playing in the woods, mm -hmm. and there is also a, a short story between the scenes with the band. Urth is uh, a song about the weaver of threads, the one that um, is weaving our fate. And the band said about the song, Deep in the woods of Velua, she weaves our lives. Threads were spun when our lives began, and we are now woven by her hands. So go ahead and listen to it. Watch the video. Uh, Hi the Folk is a band that we are also playing on the radio. And the last album, it's quite nice. So go ahead and check this band. Check the video, check the band, and let's go listen to the song Vinland in Dark Mind Radio. Sign up. Sign up. And we're back. 
And now we talk about Slayer, uh, an iconic band, a classic. Uh, they are going to release uh, a new album by the end of August, but nuke, uh, with Nuclear Blast, uh, it's the record label. Uh, right now is a new one for them, uh, but they will release. Uh, they released just now a new song for uh, streamed. Uh, you can listen to it in YouTube through the Nuclear Blast uh, channel, and the name is "When the Still uh, Stillness Comes." That's the name of the single, and this is the first uh, single and CD that they released after the founding guitarist Jeff Hanneman died in 2013. And at the same time, the same year, the departure of Dave Lombardo, uh, which is also an iconic drummer. Yes, and a big loss for the band. So everybody's looking forward to this album. Yes. And, well, the song has moments of uh, slowness, uh, narrating a little bit uh, from the lyrics, the story, and then parts very accelerating, getting speed, especially towards the end. Yeah, picks up a bit yeah. and uh, makes it more interesting. Well, it, it's a good track. It's a good track to listen to. Uh, Kerry King was saying that it's about a dude who wakes up at a crime scene and realizes he's killed everybody. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I wonder how who feels that. What would I be thinking if I would wake up like that? <laughs> Maybe they should have made a lyric video. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a lyric video would be interesting. Um, of course, there's a lot of people that um, doesn't like too much uh, this track. There's people that loves this track, you know, especially people that were fans of Dave Lombardo. Or, yeah, I think uh, it's good that Slayer is going to release something again. And I can't wait to hear actually the full CD. And the next uh, news, uh, Stream of Passion. Stream of Passion have released a new video. Uh, it's for the song called Monster. And uh, this happened because... Although the album has been released uh, some time ago, it's called A War of Our Own. Um, the band... Uh, will celebrate 10-year... Of activity and for that they have a special show It's going to be Friday 8th of May 2015 embrace the storm 10 year anniversary and they will perform uh, embrace the storm um, the full album and beside that they are going to play also other songs so if you like this band maybe this is a show you should attend and it's going to be quite quite nice but speaking about the video um, <laughs> I didn't like it, and I didn't like the song at all. No? no? Why? Um, after one minute, maybe two, I just closed it. I think the song is so boring, so uh, unappealing, that I just couldn't resist it. I like the voice of, um, of Marcela, and uh, in general, I like Stream of Passion and whatever project he's involved in. But this song just didn't do it for me. It was not just that, but um, even watching only the video, uh, the beginning Marcela is in um in um cinema um, 
in a hall of cinema. She's going to watch a movie and the movie seems to be Batman. Because we, we see that. <laughs> yes, un- unexpected because uh, there is uh, the family, mother, father and the boy. They go out from an event. They are um, killed by um, a man. They are shot to death. The son uh, is left alive. And then they show the the grown-up kid trying to find the the one who killed his parents. So it's the classic Batman story, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, sounds like Batman. Of course, I didn't finish it. I was just halfway through, but didn't catch my attention. Okay. And anything else to say about that? Or we just go to the next news? Let's go to the next one. Well, the University of Helsinki introduces now a heavy metal course. And, well, this is because we all know that, particularly in Finland and heavy metal, it's uh, something really common to hear. And a lot of people like metal music. And therefore, the University of Helsinki is offering a three-week summer academic course uh, during August, which will be about the story of heavy metal music and the importance in contemporary Western society. Uh, the uh, professor, the PhD, uh, giving the PhD candidate, sorry, oh, people can get upset about that, PhD candidate Paolo Ribaldini is the guy giving the course. He's a musician and singer himself of metal music as well. And the research uh, he has done uh, in the University of Helsinki is focused on uh, various sociological, semiotic, and philosophical aspects of heavy metal music, uh, and the recent development of heavy music singing uh, as a whole total new style to teach, also doing singing lessons. I think it's very interesting that uh, uh, metal music starts to be considered more and more um, indeed, but let's also consider that Finland um, is very progressive when it comes to uh, education. Yes. And uh, they have uh, the best... Um, and if um, they consider that uh, this is an important topic, why not teach it? If there are um, students that are interested in that, why not? Yes, uh, he says that he wants the students to achieve uh, competencies in music critique, musical theory... That's a sociology of music, music semiotics, and cultural studies to better understand and appreciate heavy metal. Okay, let's see how that goes. Let's see how it goes, yes. What's an interesting news, at least. I have a question for you. Yeah, tell me. If you would be a student, would you take that course? Oh, immediately. But how do you think this would help you, or how will this influence you? I don't know. You know, now that I think about it, Probably, if I take the course, it would be more like in a critique way. Especially because, you know, I was remember, I mean, I'm not anymore a university student. I have been way past that time. Uh, but when I was in university, uh, usually young people tend to believe that uh, they know everything about metal music or music itself. That what they listen is the coolest thing in the world. That nobody Obviously. else, <laughs> nobody else knows about it because that's a cool thing about it. You know, it's on the ground, let's say, or is not uh, mainstream. <laughs> so I, may- I listen to it first. <laughs> yes, like oh, I listen to it first. Like 
Oh, I was in diapers when I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I think at that age, if I would be remembering now myself, if I would be in the university and I get, there's a heavy metal uh, music uh, course, I would go in a way to see maybe what are they talking about? Because uh, if you think about it, it's like they don't match. Although, like, I mean, a university, metal music, a doctorate, a, a doctor guy giving or PhD a course and so on. It's something weird. It's something well, weird to, to see in a university. Probably you should mention, what did you study in university? Well, I studied the uh, electronic engineering. Well, yeah, they don't match. <laughs> <laughs> But still, uh, I, I think that uh, I would enter to the class and see what the hell I was going to listen to. And do you think that... Uh, and I would probably would have said... Oh, come on, that band is not good. Or, oh, why, why is he talking about this or that? Who knows? Because you have no idea what he's going well, to talk about. I know, I know. But I'm telling mm -hmm. you what I would have maybe thought when I was, I yes, don't know, yes. 19 years old, 20 years old. Okay, I agree with that. Like 20 years ago. <laughs> And I have yet another question. Do you think um, the university is doing that to also attract more students with this course? Mm. To enroll in their um Well, I think uh, since this guy is a PhD uh, candidate, maybe it's part of his PhD uh, certification or graduation or a project or whatever he has to do to obtain that PhD. Uh, but at the same time, I think it's very interesting. And I think that now in the present time, after all those years of maybe more life experience, I think it's very good that they do this course. And especially now in us in Dark Mind Radio, what we want is to break actually that uh, uh, stereotype of the classic uh, metaler headbanger being just uh, dressed in certain way, being uh, you know what the typical image of BBs and Butthead. <laughs> Because unfortunately, yeah. that's what uh, has been uh, or has gone through. I'm not saying that BBs and Butthead are not cool, because I myself like the cartoons of BBs and Butthead. But uh, let's be honest, people in the real world, a lot of people from different uh, social levels and education levels listens to metal music, and not only a certain type of metal music. It can be from, from black metal to symphonic metal to folk, uh, metal. folk metal, whatever. And not all of them have long hair, Some of them had it, maybe in the past, like me, I had it, I used to have it, now I barely have. <laughs> no, I still have some. Now I have a long beard, but <laughs> and I didn't have in those times. You still dress in black. <laughs> I still dress in black, yes, of course, because yes. bad guys dress black. Sure. It's just, <laughs> but no, it's black, darling. <laughs> yes, no, the thing is, uh, there's a lot of stereotyping also about this. And unfortunately, a lot of people think that uh, a person that listens to metal music is a person that has no education or is a criminal. Uh, uh, and, and many times it's associated with um, heavy alcohol. <laughs> and drugs, drugs consumption. Exactly. A violent person. Violence, yes. And not everybody's like that. As I mentioned once, I know persons that have PhDs. I know persons that have studied physics, doctors, simple mechanics, 
uh, or a mechanic, you know, you go take your car to be repaired, uh, broadcasters, I know all kinds of people that listen to metal music. Of course. And many of them, you would not guess that they are listening unless exactly. you get to talk to them about that or music comes up. Some of them still have long hair. Some of them none at all. <laughs> Some of them are normal people. Some of them you see them with suits. It's So I think that uh, the fact that now a university starts to get more interested in uh, not anymore a subculture of uh, the music, becoming more like a, how, to, how can we call it? I don't call it mainstream because I don't think it's completely a mainstream thing. No, but, it's not a mainstream. Uh, but um, look, this can bring us to something else. A um, few weeks ago, there were in the news um, H&M, the, the clothing brand? Yes, company. Uh, they released a line of clothing with um, fake or just invented bands heavy metal bands death and black metal bands those kind of logos um and uh, those were clothes that people would see in stores as h&m and they <laughs> might be interested to to buy either they they listen to it or not uh, it seems to be a kind of look that people are interested in nowadays yeah. yes it's a look uh do you know what would be an interesting experiment a social experiment mm. Take those clothes from H&M and sell them in a very small street market or in, you know, like, oh, this is a very underground metal band. How you many do. people would believe it and buy it like that um, without many. even checking That's that it's sure. H&M? But there's another because thing. Because this, this is what I was saying about the stereotyping and mm -hmm. sometimes when especially young people but believe yes, that. But you can go both ways. You can either go like that. Or um, ask someone that really listens to a lot of bands if they really own a T-shirt or another piece of clothing from an underground band. Because I talk here from my experience. Although I listen to, to metal every day, I'm not interested in clothes or anything related to bands. I mean, patches, a, a backpack with a band or anything. It just doesn't represent me and I don't need to wear those clothes. Yeah. Because, um, okay, I, I'm also shop at H&M sometimes, but those clothes, I would just walk the other way if I see them. Okay. E even if they would have, for example, um, a band that is very famous and I even like, I, I don't think I would be interested in, in no. shopping. But once again, where would you buy clothes uh, from bands? Where do you think people would prefer to buy clothes from bands? Concerts concerts yes. or and especially um if they are anniversary t-shirts those are something probably, more uh, yes, my, my favorite okay maybe something to collect but you know who would, who would have asked also another collaboration about this anna because she's probably. crazy about uh, collecting t-shirts yeah maybe next time uh, hopefully we will be able to have her live with us and we'll talk more about t-shirts about uh, for example what and has driven her to get and collect all those t-shirts about bands and all these kind of things. True. And mentioning that, we should also uh, remember people that we also have our own t-shirts. Uh, our Darman Radio t-shirts. We have, yes. Yes. And those are, are some t-shirts that we are very proud to wear. And we're very excited to put them on. And... Um, well, that's how people feel sometimes about bands t-shirts. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, earlier when I said that I prefer not wear it, I was, you know, talking about my own preferences. Well, it's okay. Everybody has different preferences. Exactly. And that's why things should not be generalized or stereotyped. No, I agree. Okay, next uh, news and the last news. Apocalyptica. Uh, they are releasing, uh, I mean, the new album is actually available, and it's available for streaming as well. Uh, where do they have to go to be able to listen to the album? YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> the band made available the full CD available uh, for streaming from YouTube. So I don't know how, how long will that be and how long will stay, but you can go to YouTube, try to find the Apocalyptica channel, and then you will have the full streaming of the new album. And let us know. Let us know what you think about it. Uh, you want to say more? Yes. Um, if you want to listen to some of the songs, you can request them on Dark Mind Radio or just listen to to the radio and I'm sure that you will also get to listen to the new Apocalyptic album, Shadowmaker. Yes, and that's related to what I was about to say. That let, Give us your comments, give us your opinions about uh, the Apocalyptica CD. What do you think about this thing of the heavy metal course and the clothing we were talking about? What do you think about Stream of Passion, Slayer? Let us know, because it's very important for us for us to know what do you think. Participate with us. Remember that for doing that, you can uh, go to website, darkmanradio.com slash contact. Uh, soon the chat is going to be back. And we're going to have, you can send us voicemail. You can as well send us messages on Facebook, on Twitter. Choose the channel that you prefer. Contact us, let us know what you think, and let's let's discuss, get into the community. Okay. Let's listen now uh, to Apocalyptica, the song Shadow Maker, and we'll be right back. Sign up. Sign up. Apocalyptica with the final song in our show, and it's time to say goodbye. Laura, thank you so much. Uh, thank you also. Um... I can't wait to be again here next week. Yes, and thank you to Anna for sending us that collaboration. And hopefully next week she will be also live with us. And we will discuss maybe about t-shirts in a more in-depth discussion or critique or whatever it takes us, takes us the conversation to. And if we have messages from you, we would be happy to add them. To add them, read them and make you part of our show because remember that we do this for you okay my name is Rafael Ruiz talk to you next time <laughs>